Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome everyone, this is Heather Campbell, and we are so thankful you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of a military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Hey friends, today we are going to be talking about planning winter travel, and I'm so thankful to share this topic with you because if you've been listening over the last couple of months, you have learned that I live in interior Alaska, so I am hoping that I can bring some fresh perspective on what winter travel might entail, what is possible during winter travel, but then also bring in the reality piece of being a military family and what that means for schedules and finances and locations. But first, I want to give you a quick thank you from our sponsors for this episode, Navy Mutual and Caliber Home Loans. We will hear more from them later today. Okay, let's get right into it. Now, when we're talking about winter travel, like I said, I live in interior Alaska, so what I consider winter or doable during winter might be a little different, and that comes from a mindset that's very popular in Scandinavia, and it's that there is no poor weather, only poor clothing. Okay, I'm going to say it again. There's no poor weather, only poor clothing. Now, we used to live in Alabama, and in Alabama in August, if you're going to spend any amount of time outside, you need to prepare appropriately. You need to have hydration, shelter the appropriate clothing. I would not recommend wool sweaters for that weather. Okay. So it's the same thing when you're looking at winter. If you're looking at what is feasible, do you have the gear and the appropriate things that you need to enjoy whatever climate you're thinking about visiting? Or even if you're traveling through a climate, we drove last winter through the Alaskan bush about 400 miles at negative 20 degrees. And we took our winter gear with us in the car in a duffel ready to go. If there was a car side emergency or a roadside emergency, we had it with us. We could bundle up and make sure that we literally didn't die. That was just part of the preparation process for that particular winter travel. So keep that in mind as I'm giving you these recommendations of what might be possible, that there really is a way to plan for everything. Now, if you happen to live in a warm climate and you don't have all of that winter gear, that's going to play into the budget portion of this conversation. But first, when you're looking at where you want to travel or what you might want to do, over winter, keep in mind your schedule. The reality is, as a military family, that you might have last minute work things come up that you guys might not be able to travel, or you might not be able to travel on the same itinerary. Perhaps your service member's schedule does not line up with the kid's school schedule or your work schedule. So that's the first place to start is when are we looking at going home? Do we want to go over the formal holiday? Or maybe do we want to pull the kids out of school in January and go home when flights are less expensive. For me, from interior Alaska, flights get really expensive and looking at formal holiday travel to anywhere in the lower 48 gets pricey very quickly. So these are things to think about when you're starting to plan holidays. Okay, well, where is it realistic for us to go? Maybe you only have a couple of days. Do you want to spend those days traveling or do you just kind of want to spend them hold up together? And that sort of brings me to the next piece. So first looking at your schedule. Next, You want to take into account the location that you're going and, of course, the weather there. Do you have the clothing that you need for there? Is the weather poor there? I have a friend who's looking at deployment 
rest and relaxation leave. They want to meet their service member and, and go to another location. And she mentioned that one place might be kind of chilly at 60 degrees. And I thought, no, it's not. Grab a coat. 60 degrees is lovely. You guys will still have a great time. But you have to think about those things. That's going to impact what you're packing in your suitcase, maybe what you can pack into your car. And also, if it is somewhere that you have maybe a shorter time frame, four or five days, do you want to spend 12 hours driving each way? Or is it feasible in both your schedule and your budget to fly to your destination, right? For me, as a family of five, flying means that I now need a rental car at my destination because no one in our family has a car that can fit six people. So we need to get a rental car. So that plays into whether or not we fly or drive. So keep that in mind. First, you need to look at your schedule and next at your location and your weather. And when you're looking at your location and weather, not only, you know, the the temperature and whether it's rainy or snowy or sunny, but also truthfully, do you want to go home? Is that where you're going for the holidays? I know many, many families who use holiday travel to go do something with their nuclear family, you know, just the parents, just the kids or whomever can meet them in a third location. Maybe you go somewhere that's not your hometown or where you grew up, but you go to another location and have a vacation and invite your family to meet you. Maybe you do go home. Maybe you go back to that hometown or the house you grew up in or or where your family lives. When you're there, what do you want that to look like? When you're thinking about your schedule, are you going to spend your entire leave zipping all over town going to see everybody? Or are you going to kind of announce, hey, we're in town. I'm at my mom's. Come see me if you want to. I flew 5,000 miles. I'm not driving across town. Sorry. Okay. So those are things you have to keep in mind when you're looking at winter travel. What does your schedule look like? Where are you going? What do you want to do? What do you want that restful travel time to look like? Are you using it to visit family or are you using it to truly rest and rejuvenate and have vacation together? Okay, I'm going to pause right here and we are going to listen to a quick message from both of our sponsors. Trust is everything. For 140 years, Navy Mutual has been safeguarding your family and your future. Navy Mutual's financial strength and stability ensures they'll be there when you need them the most. They are there to provide members high-quality, low-cost life insurance and annuities, educate the military and uniform service community at large on matters of financial security, and to help members secure their earned survivor benefits. With commitment, competence, and character, for Navy Mutual, it's all about trust. A nationwide lender with branches across the country, Caliber Home Loans Incorporated is staffed with local experts who are eager to share their knowledge and help you realize your dream of homeownership. Caliber is committed to meeting the specific mortgage needs of the brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces who serve our country with resolute sacrifice and bravery. Their combination of our user-friendly technology and the professional guidance of their loan consultants creates a smooth route to homeownership. Okay, welcome back. Thank you again to Navy Mutual and Caliber Home Loans, our sponsors for today. Now let's get back into this. We were talking about what to consider when you're planning family travel. So we need to look at our schedule. We need to look at the location and and the weather and how long are we going to be where we're going to be? Are we going home? Are we going on vacation? Are we including extended members of our family or maybe friends from another duty station that we want to meet up with? What does that look like, right? Those are some of our starting points of, of what travel will look like for us during the winter. Next, this is a big one. You need to look at your budget. What does your budget realistically look like? Not what can you max out a credit card on or or what loan can you take, but realistically, what do you feel comfortable spending? Perhaps you're spending, if it's over a holiday, say over Christmas, maybe you factor your travel into the Christmas budget. I've seen, you know, people go on a vacation or one year we went to New York pre-pandemic 
And that was the Christmas gift. We flew on Christmas Day. We met extended family there. We met friends there. We did things in New York City. That was the Christmas. That's We used our Christmas budget in conjunction with our travel budget to really maximize what was available. Another year, we just traveled to see family and we carried all the presents with us and all the presents home. And that was a little more chaotic. And I, I don't know that we will necessarily take a travel just to give presents in another location. I think that travel for vacation was a good fit for my particular family. So think about that when you're looking, what does the budget look like? Do you have points? Do you have companion fares? Are you flying? Do you have an airport lounge that you have access to? Does the airport have a USO? There's lots of ways you can learn all kinds of travel hacks. I highly recommend that you do some Googling, do some searching. I know one that I have looked at is a a blog called The Points Guy, and he talks all about how to maximize travel perks and and credit card perks. And that is just one that I have followed for years, but there are multiple, multiple locations to get information on how to really maximize what you can do with your travel, with your budget available. So once you've sort of looked at, okay, what's our schedule look like? Where's that hole that we can actually travel? Where are we even looking at going? What can we afford to do? Do we need to fly? Do we need to drive? Do we need to go somewhere that we can stay with mom and dad? Can we afford to go somewhere and get a hotel, right? All of these things factor in. Last thing, is coordinating those logistics. And I have not met a military family, especially a military spouse that is not an expert in logistics. So I just want to be fully transparent that I think we all handle it like a boss, but it's still a part of planning, right? So when you're looking at travel, you need to look at sort of two sides of those logistics. After you look at schedule and weather and location and budget, the logistics of getting your family places, getting your things places. Are you flying? Are you driving? If you're flying, who's taking you to the airport? Are you paying to leave your car in the parking? Are you maybe going to take your car and give a neighbor a key and ask them to pick your car up from the airport and deliver it later? For us in Alaska, we typically go home for longer periods of time because truthfully, it takes between 12 and 18 hours to fly one way. And so we don't go home for five days. We go home for longer stays. But leaving our car for that long can get pricey very quickly. So we typically will ask someone to, hey, when you're in town this weekend, will you pick up our car and and will you deliver it again next weekend, right? That kind of thing. But that's still part of that logistics that you need to coordinate. You need to have a plan. How are you getting to the airport or how are you driving to your location? If you're driving potentially long distance, what does the weather look like in the place you're going or you're traveling through? Do you need to have winter gear in your car? Should you have an extra set of clothes in your car. If you have a kid who has blowouts, do you need to have snacks with you? Do you need snacks for the airport? Yes, you can take snacks and food through the airport. You can even take liquids through that are for your kids. So things like juice boxes, applesauces, yogurts, those get kind of a free pass if you have little ones like toddlers that you're traveling with. So what are we going to eat? How are we going to get there? What clothes do I need to pack? What mode of transportation to get to our transportation. Are we driving? Are we shuttling? What are we doing? But then also you have to look at your location where you're going. If you're flying, for example, where are we going to stay? Are we staying with family? Are we staying with friends? We have some family we feel very comfortable staying with. We have other family that we know we won't stay with if we visit them. Do we need to book lodging? Do I need a rental car in my location? Do I want to let everybody know what we're doing? Do I want to just stay home and relax? Do I want to do lots of activities that cost money while we're there? These are all things to take into consideration before your trip starts, before you get to that location, before you get home and every single person calls you on your last 12 hours of your visit and says, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't get to see you. And then you say, you know, hey, I've been here for 10 days. You didn't come. Sorry. 
don't actually say that, but these are very real things. Having these realistic expectations of your location, your schedule, your budget, the logistics, knowing how to coordinate that. And don't forget, there's some logistics to coordinate at home, okay? Do you need to pause your mail? Do you need to leave the water dripping? Do you live in a place that the pipes might freeze? Do you need to have someone checking on your home? Do you have a pet to take care of? Do you need to make sure somebody starts your car if you're going somewhere for a very long time? These are things to think about and be prepared for, not to be overwhelmed, but just to make sure that you've thought of all of those things that could potentially cause stressors and have a plan A and a plan B and just know what to expect, know what's coming. And then you can truly plan vacation, plan winter travel that you feel confident in, that you feel comfortable with your decisions and that you can truly enjoy with your family because we know or maybe you don't travel with your family. Maybe you travel with friends. But the point being, we know that when we are taking the time and energy and budget to travel, to plan the travel, to get to places, to use our precious time with our family or away from our family to do something else, it is important that we maximize that for rest, for comfort, and for enjoyment. So hopefully these couple of tips have given you some ideas of where to start with planning your family travel. Look at your schedule. Consider the location and the weather that you will be going to or through. Look at a realistic expectation from your budget and where you can sort of maximize benefits that might be available to you or where you can sort of be flexible. And then looking at the logistics of both your travel, your destination, and your departure place. What things need to be taken care of so that when you get on your vacation, you can truly enjoy. As always, Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends. We appreciate the feedback and comments that you share with us as we support our military community. Thank you all for being part of the Mill Housing Nation. We appreciate you. The Mill Housing Nation is where you'll always have a community no matter where you are stationed.